Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Dealing with literal bad trips. Imagine this scenario. You wake up at 4 a.m. to start your day. By 5 a.m. you're already on the road. Your work in Metro Manila starts at 8.m, but you don't want to be late, even if you only live a few cities away. So, you allow at least three hours just to beat the clock, because you never know how bad the traffic will be if you don't leave the house right away. Three hours allowance for traffic, and that's just one way. And sometimes, even that isn't enough, especially on Mondays or when it's raining. Unfortunately, this is not a scenario most Filipino workers, commuters and car riders alike, in Metro Manila are just imagining. This is the reality they live every day. During rush hours, the travel time sometimes doubles, making travelers spend an additional hour or two on the road. Traffic, too bad Nakakabad trip, a beer commercial from long ago even sang, trying to make a relatable earworm out of it. Many would resort to taking the MRT or LRT to escape the snail's pace on major roads, but even the queues there could get really long. Of course, not everyone sees traffic as Nakakabad trip. Just recently, an economic advisor of President Bongbong Marcos Jr. described traffic as a sign of a booming economy. Joey Concepcion III says that traffic occurs in areas where the economy is doing well, while empty streets indicate that the economy is not moving. That is one way to put a positive spin on Metro Manila's ever-worsening traffic woes. In fact, even former President Benigno S. Aquino III said the same thing in 2014, that heavy traffic is a good problem to have. We have gone from being named the most congested city to having the world's fifth worst public transport system. According to the Japan International Cooperation Agency, JICA, we lose opportunities worth P3.5 billion daily due to gridlocks. It is expected to rise to P5.4 billion by 2035 if nothing is done to solve the problem. To those who have to brave traffic every day, just saying Nakakabad trip is an understatement. We are known to be resilient, but pushing a rock Sisyphean style every day is inhumane. Traffic congestion does not only affect the economy. It affects health and well-being and the environment. A study by the American Journal of Respiratory and Critical Care Medicine shows that constant exposure to vehicle exhaust on busy roads could lead to respiratory problems, especially for children. Air pollution worsens the air quality index. Another study by the Social Science and Medicine Journal found that, persons who lived in areas with greater vehicular burden and who reported the most traffic stress also had the lowest health status and greatest depressive symptoms. According to the American Psychological Association, road rages can also be linked to bad traffic conditions. Many of these are getting reported in the media today. Heavy traffic slows down emergency response, putting lives and properties at risk. We have a glaring problem of mobility. But we have an opportunity to make things better. There is no silver bullet. But as with any societal issue, it takes good governance and political will to resolve. If you've been reading this column for a while, you probably know by now that I am a proponent of land use planning. We can start solving various problems by having a national land use plan. This plan will impact transportation, housing, environmental management, agriculture, disaster risk management and mitigation, as well as where future urban centers are going to be located. Because land use planning is under the jurisdiction of local government units, there is a need to resolve intercity issues such as traffic congestion. The National Capital Region is a stark example of the ill effects of unplanned urbanization. The National Land Use Plan should contain sites where future manufacturing industries should be located. 
People move to where the jobs are. We all know that mass transport demands our attention. We must invest in it. We're trying to do it now, even if it's late. While all these are underway, we should also listen to those who bear the brunt of daily commutes. Hybrid work should not be discouraged and should be considered as a compromise. As indicated by a recent article in Forbes magazine, a mixture of work from home and face-to-face work increases job satisfaction, physical health and work-life balance, among others. The COVID-19 pandemic accelerated the fourth industrial revolution. It was a catalyst for digitalization. We now have the means to be productive at work, even in the comfort of our homes. Someday the government won't have to plead with malls to avoid holding three-day sales on the dates of major sports events, like the FIBA. We owe it to future generations to address the problems of urban planning and mass transport. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news! Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.